Lesson one, basic hip. Welcome to the Jazz Session, the weekly jazz interview show. I'm Jason Crane. The Jazz Session is available for free in iTunes. Please take a minute and subscribe so you're always up to date. You can also listen at thejazzsession.com, where you'll find episodes of the show, plus written interviews, live jazz news, and lots of jazz links. This week's guest is Avishai Cohen. And there are two guys named Avishai Cohen who are both fantastic jazz players. One plays the bass and one plays the trumpet. And this week, it's the one who plays the trumpet. His new album is called After the Big Rain. From that album, here's the title track. My guest is trumpeter Avishai Cohen. He's got a brand new album out on the Anzik record label called After the Big Rain. I always think that there are some people you can keep your eye on to know what's happening in the jazz scene that you should be checking out. And to me, Avishai Cohen is one of those guys. His name keeps popping up on project after project, both under his own name and under the names of others, that are really worth checking out. And it's my pleasure to find out more about the scene as he sees it from Avishai Cohen. Avishai, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jason. Can you talk a little bit about uh, the way in which you've you've kind of surrounded yourself with with so many good musicians? You really seem to be uh, in the center of one of the really vibrant music scenes, uh, both with some of you know your own relatives and a lot of other great musicians who are just making some incredible music. How did you how did you find these various people that you're 
that you're playing with at the moment? Well, first of all, the, the, the way you phrase it, to know what's going on in the scene, is a, it's a very crucial question because uh, the jazz always has been and, and still is a constant uh, change. And I feel specifically lately, last few years, it's really expanded to many new directions. Uh, I think there's many people around around New York and around my uh, my close circle that that's helping redefine jazz. That you know, jazz has always been redefined. You know, this is part of its nature. So I think uh, since I got to New York, uh, I immediately landed in the in the small scene. You know, the scene of the club called Small. Right on 10th Street. From the very beginning, I got hooked up with people who already did different type of music, like Jason Lindner, Avi Leibovich, Omar Avital, uh, people who, who, besides the fact that they inspired me, they also got me gigs, you know, and I started playing in their bands and starting with Jason Lindner's big band, which is definitely not a conventional big band. The style is different. The essence is kind of different. And Omar Vital band, lots of uh, other elements in it. And Smalls, uh, to my knowledge, was a real kind of musician's hangout place, right? So there was a chance to, to meet and play with lots of different people? Yeah, definitely. I, I don't do that so much right now, but, you know, you could really go and hang out till 6 in the morning and play in a gym session and, and go and sometimes go in the afternoon and practice and somebody else would be practicing. And share ideas and really hang out. Like, oh, it still it still is a great scene. Great musicians always playing there. You mentioned that people seem to be redefining the music again. You've certainly uh, done that on this new record, After the Big Rain, which features a band of players from uh, really different places in the music uh, who who make an incredible collective sound. Will you talk about uh, the folks who are on this record with you? Yeah, this is also connected to Smalls and the Brothers Club called Fat Cat. In the months prior to the recording, I did my re- residency in, at the Fat Cat Club, playing sometimes at Smalls as well, but just playing every week and kind of uh, getting together this music. But uh, I did not necessarily have the same musician exactly every week, but uh, Lionel was definitely part of it. I think it was kind of when he first landed in New York. Luckily, I, we knew people in common, and people told me right in the beginning, they told both of us, actually, about each other. Why oh, you got to play. People keep telling me, you got to play with Lionel, and people told him, you got to play with Avishai. And we should mention that this is guitarist Lionel Luecki. Oh, sorry, of course, yeah. Lionel Luecki, amazing guitarist, I mean, amazing uh, voice in in uh, jazz. Speaking of redefining jazz, he redefines guitar playing, and uh, He's an unbelievable musician. So he just came to New York pretty much, and uh, he was playing a lot with me, but also the rest of the people on the CD, Omar Avital and Jason Lindner, Daniel Friedman, and Jens Panitieri, were all, were all part of that residency. But beside them, there was other great musicians that played too, Barack Mori and Emac, Eric McPherson, and uh, Mark Turner, and Joel Fromm, and Elliot Ojibri, and... This is how I got the music together. Essentially, after all these months, I, I realized that I, I took the, the people that I, I thought could 
deserve this album at least. of the music exist before you had chosen the band or did you write music specifically once you had the the sound in your head no 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 that the music really was running in that month prior to that and the style and getting it together and getting getting it to be tighter and uh, so the music definitely exists before the band I mean and once I mean <laughs> the recording itself really happened from one day to another you know after after a few months I really wanted to get to the album and I I realized that if I don't do it in the next few days, then I, I went on the road for a month, and when I got back, Leon, I went on the road for like two months. Or, so I, I realized if I don't do it in that next week, which was, I think it was January, so in the end of December, I was like, wow, I, got, I really got to do it soon. So I called the guys. All I found was one day in the studio, starting like at noon, when I got there, Leon, I was like, oh, I forgot I have a gig at 7. Joe's probably playing with Gretchen Paralato, so... I really had like six hours to do this, you know. Are there moments on After the Big Rain that came together particularly well? Moments? I think uh, <laughs> all of them pretty much. I mean, each, each tune is very different. It tells a different story. So except the, 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 the first and last tune are the same. So it's just a different take on the same tune. Is there a, a unifying theme to the album or a, 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 a concept that you had in mind as you were putting Definitely. the music together? It, it's a, really, it's a part of a trilogy of CDs that talk about the rain. That You can read a little bit about it at uh, www.thebigrain.com. I put some of uh, the story in the website, but really it's part three of a trilogy that talks about a modern-day flood, you know, similar to the biblical flood, that which raises many questions as far as why the flood happened, why the flood will happen, and whether will the, the flood will happen or not, and, and if so, what does God has to do with it, too, and what does our sins or the way we are as a society has to do with that. So it's kind of a you know big philosophical quest as far as the way we are living today in the world as a society, as a human beings, and, and as spiritual or non-spiritual people.
to the album, this one, after the big rain, is, as I already said, the, it's, it's the third part of the trilogy. So that I want to do the whole picture. You know, I didn't have the whole concept of the trilogy, of the trilogy, the trilogy together in my mind. I just saw the last part. You know, just the world that come after the flood. You know, what happened? You know, the stuff I talked about. You know, all, all that leads to a flood. So what happened after? What's the new world that comes? And it's, again, it's very, I don't have the answers, really. I have some hopes and I have some questions that I ask. And, of course, I don't put myself out of the camp, you know. I, I don't see myself as one who has found the answer. I'm trying to lead the people after me or anything. I, I'm subject, I'm, I'm doing the same wrongs that everybody else does. But then the rest of the trilogy, the... the this one again is after the big rain. Part two of the trilogy, you know, walking backwards, is is the, a picture of the rain itself, the flood, and it's it's already recorded and it's going to be released in June. It's called Big Rain, uh, the Big Rain, Birth of the World, and this is just the picture of the of the rain from the beginning uh, of the rain till the really the beginning of this album of After the Big Rain. And is that with the same musicians? No, this is completely different. It's all, every album is a different thing. The, the second album is a trio with no bass, just piano and percussion. You, you would imagine the flat could be something tragic. And uh, you, know, you imagine like the flat, if, if you look at the biblical story, it's something will bring the end of, of the humanity, you know, and, and abolish all the people from the earth except a specific group of people. But uh, the way I, I chose to treat the flood is, is from point of view of nature, which means it's just another cycle and it's another uh, part of life, you know. So it's not tragic; or it just is, you know. Is it necessary for the musicians who are playing with you to take this philosophical journey in order for the music to work? Yes, but I don't. I don't push it. To I don't have serious discussions before. I mean, when I did the third part after the big rain, we didn't. I didn't have the concept as I have it right now, so clear. And uh, I mean, I'm still still looking for it, but the picture gets more and more clear. And I now I see, I start seeing it as a trilogy, so the whole story and, and see bigger. But when I recorded this one, it was just the beginning. I just had that one poem that I wrote that talked about the world after, and it wasn't really so well conceived as now. So no, they didn't know about it. Lionel knew about it. I talked to him about the lyrics and all that, and he translated some of it to fun. So I talked to him about it. When I did the second CD with the trio, it was already different. It was already when we recorded in the studio, in the order of the album. I already knew the name. I already knew what what kind of what is the picture for each song. We rehearsed it in that with that in mind, and I explained to them. We didn't talk about the society and all all, all that stuff that I now talk about because I'm working on part one. <laughs> but uh, we did talk about every picture, every song, what it means, and, and what is the, the vibe of the whole album. So that's a big difference between the second and the third recording.
Well, we'll have to have you on again because uh, we've barely scratched the surface of the things that you're involved with. But uh, the the new album is called After the Big Rain, and uh, thebigrain.com will give you insight into the, the story behind the music. Abhishek Cohen, thanks so much for being here today. Thank you, Jason. That's trumpeter Avi Shai Cohen from his new album, After the Big Rain. You've been listening to The Jazz Session, the weekly jazz interview show. I'm Jason Crane. The Jazz Session is available for free in iTunes. It takes just a second to subscribe. In fact, you can find a little button right at thejazzsession.com, and if you click it, it'll subscribe you and download the latest show, and then you'll always get the newest show right when it comes out. It's pretty cool. And did I mention it's free? At thejazzsession.com, you can also listen to every episode for free, plus you'll find written interviews, live jazz news, and lots of jazz links. The site also features a link to the Jazz Session Cause of the Month. This month, it's VH1's Save the Music Foundation. Please click the link and give them some cash. Thanks. For more interviews and reviews, you can visit allaboutjazz.com, the world's largest jazz website. You'll find my writing there beside that of many jazz experts and fans. If you'd like to contact the show, you can visit the contact page at thejazzsession.com or send an email directly to jason at thejazzsession.com. The show's phone number is 585-473-5304. 
The Jazz Session also has a mailing list at thejazzsession.com. When you join, you'll get periodic updates about the guests who appear on this show, plus other news from the world of Jason Crane. The theme music for the program is by The Respect Sextet, online at respectsextet.com. Thanks also to Dave Rabel, who designed the Jazz Sessions logo. Thank you so much for being here. Remember to support live jazz whenever and wherever you can, and come back next time for another conversation about jazz on the Jazz Session. Thank you for listening. Bye.